0: hello beautiful people and welcome to the haunted ride i'm your host melissa and thank you for joining me i really appreciate it now i hope you have your tea and your snacks um today's episode is going to be an interview that i did with Laura, who you guys will find out exactly who Laura is in the interview. It's a little bit of a surprise. So I don't want to ruin it. That's why I'm waiting for that. But yeah, so we're going to have an interview. You know, it just really makes me happy to have like people on the show. It's really, um, it's really nice first off to like, not just hear my voice all the time. <laughs> um, and then also to just have that chemistry with someone And be able to compare your ideas and your ideals and your thoughts and your abilities and what works for you and what works for the other person and learning. That's a lot of why I do these interviews, it's just to have that experience that you can only really have if you have another person. And I hope that you guys like them. So, yeah, uh, basically, we're going to have a quick promo and then we're going to jump right into the interview. And then uh, afterwards, I will have some stuff to talk to you about and I will see you then.
1: My name is Aaron Corbett, and I want to let you know about my show called Your Three Stories Podcast. We produce weird and funny audio drama stories in series of three. Here are a few examples of what you will hear. The first clip is from our financial crisis series and is called The Search for Gold. In this story, three treasure hunters dig for more than they bargained for.
0: Sam, is there any sort of curse we should be worried about with this treasure some treasures have evil curses attached to them and people look for the treasure end up
1: dying you didn't say anything about there being a curse sam how could you do this to us sam there is no curse are you sure maybe this treasure
0: carries a curse but since nobody found it then nobody knows about the curse we could be the first to die
1: our second example is from our Technical Difficulties series and is called Super Secret Super Soldier. Charlotte Drake, a brilliant scientist, attempts to create a super soldier for the United States government, only to find out that not everything goes as planned. Project Nightcrawler is a complete success. Look, he's getting up. He can't even stand. His leg just fell off. Also that back on after lunch. Everyone be quiet he's going to say his first words. You can listen to more at our website www.your3stories.com or anywhere you get your podcasts.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to The Haunted Ride. Today I have an amazing guest with me. Her name is Laura. Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi, how are you? I, I'm still a little
2: in tears <laughs> yeah how I'm, are you? A- I'm I'm great i my cheeks hurt a little bit, but I'm great. <laughs> can't complain.
0: I still feel bad about your candy sash though <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I'm extremely delighted to have you on the show, but for everyone else who doesn't know, like who you are and and kind of like how we've gotten to speak to one another and gotten in touch, um, can you share a little bit about sort of like your background and your history and um just some of the things you got into, and then we can talk a little bit too for everyone who doesn't know about how we kind of connected.
2: Absolutely, sure, sure. Um, well, you know, I kind of stumbled across you, um, actually listening to. Spellcast, um, absolutely love those two, um, and they brought you up, and that's kind of how I stumbled across you uh, in this scenario. Um, but in a personal note, I was, I was kind of looking for a podcast like yours. Um, I don't really. I she actually read my email. Um, I guess it was a couple. Yeah, what? Yeah. It was a couple ago. Um, podcasts yeah. ago. Um, I'm Everly. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I'm the one who said, actually, that I just listen a little better. Um, And that's, I guess, how I explain it. I don't really have a term for anything that I do. I just like to say that I I, I listen a little better. But I've always had a deep connection to my environment. Um, But there's not a whole lot of people you can talk to or even listen to about psychic medium things and ghosts and paranoia, normal things and spirits. and And Signs and symbolism. I mean you can and they're out there, but I was looking for something on a more personal note Um, It's easy to talk about these things But when you are psychic and you're an empath um, Me in general, I like connection with
1: Mm -hmm.
2: who I'm listening to what I read um, Even the environment I'm in I I like to feel connected on a personal note Um, And I definitely felt that with your podcast so I sent out an email and um, because I, I had questions of my own. I, I'm I'm 37. I've read numerous books as I'm sure others have. And um, I've read, uh, watched television shows and wherever you can because it all interests me. I like to see how other people work um, and how they use their gifts. But, you know, it's really hard to use television as a reference. Yeah. Um, it, it's all so much Hollywood. How do you pick that out from from the truth. Mm -hmm. And again, I I just like to have a personal connection with the things I involve in my life. Um and you are just absolutely a sweetheart. (laughs) And you bear yourself out there in such a personal way. It's hard not to to feel very connected and close to you. Um and we've written a couple of emails back and forth because I have a ton of questions um that I'd like to talk to somebody who 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 listens like I do? Because um, it's easy to say yes, I listen, but everybody's on a different level. No one's the same kind of psychic. Yeah, um, I, I fully believe that. It's it's every it's like your fingerprint. Every mm-hmm. single one's different. Everybody does it differently, but we all have little tidbits. I think that are very common. Um, the connections, you know, that like deja vu mm-hmm. dreams. Those are commonalities that we all experience in different ways. And you brought up things that I went like, "Oh, hey, I, I did that. I didn't even realize um, that I had, or, even if it was a thing." Um, especially when you you talk about spirit guides, um, and I I believe I actually brought that up in an email. It never mm-hmm. occurred to me maybe that somebody else was with me, <laughs> and not necessarily a ghost or anything. But I I think I brought that up. Yeah, in my email that I yeah. it just was a thought that never had crossed my mind. I just, well, I just hear that voice and it's been with me so long that I don't really defer it from being my own voice, but it's definitely a very, very feminine, powerful voice. Mm -hmm. Um, very, very potent and strong. Um, because when I do bring almost her out through me, um, it's a very warrior like, um, essence. And that's not me at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not me. I, I am the total opposite. I am I am a cuddle book, tea, fireplace, and cats kind of lady. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the opposite. This is armor, sword and shield, horse, the works. And she's very potent, but she's been with me so long that um, she... Her voice is very similar to my own subconsciousness. Um, and that's crazy. I, I had never even thought about that before. It's just always been there. And when you brought that up, it, it, it did. It made me question and, and ask. And and the voice pretty much said, well, I've always been here. Like, I kind of mm-hmm. felt like an idiot <laughs> oh, no. reaching out and saying, hey, are you, are you here? Because I forgot to ask. I didn't know I could ask you and it was funny it was I, I could almost hear the 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 arms being crossed and the eyebrows <laughs> up and going are, are you seriously asking me this question like really they have are, attitudes like they, they absolutely really do and I'm like what is this <laughs> I, I heard it I I felt like a child being scolded I was like I'm, I'm sorry I just didn't realize we could do this that openly before, and even now, she's like, I I feel her like on my right side, just going, "Oh my gosh, why are you doing this?"
0: <laughs> you you <laughs> feel the rolling of the eyes happening.
2: I, yes, I absolutely do. I, I I do, and and she's been there again. It was like breathing, you know. Mm-hmm. She's been there since well, when I I can't really say I ever. I think I really didn't start hearing her till I was almost after age eight or nine. Right, right before puberty, is, and I hate to put it that way, but it was. Um, that's when that second voice alongside my conscience kind of just hummed her little way in there, and um, been there ever since. And I, I just never thought about it till you brought it up. But it, yeah, she is a feisty one. Uh, I, she's, she's unique. I, 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 we haven't asked names, and I, I don't really want to. Yeah, because I feel like she's going to scold me for not <laughs> knowing it. Well,
0: you know what's funny is my spirit guides. So I tend to, I have like a lot of spirits around me all the time. Like, and I'll, yes, I'll,
2: yes you do.
1: Yeah. And I'm very, well,
2: Well, you know this because I you do. heard
0: one on the podcast. I,
2: I did. Yes. I was the crazy lady that scared the crap out of you. <laughs> I,
0: well, see, and it was so funny because the first time I had ever heard the mm hmm in the background. I was like saying some sort of advice and I was kind of like when I remember when I said it I was kind of questioning like should I have put it that way should I put it like a different type of way like I was just trying like I didn't want my whole thing with a podcast is sometimes whenever I say something to make sure that like it doesn't um offend anyone that it's not like offensive at all that it's never gonna like put anyone off of listening to the rest of the advices in the podcast. Yeah. And so I I think I was just I was just really sort of questioning, like, how I felt about it. And then I went through the episode and I was like, it sounds fine. Like, I think I was just being a little hard on myself. And then I go, and then I hear, mm-hmm. And I was like, who the hell?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. I mean, I'm, I don't even know how I hear. Okay. This is what I had in my mind was just somebody was helping you record. And maybe they they didn't do any fun, oh, but she does <laughs> in it, but they were just you know just there to support you. And and maybe you say something, they'd be like, mm hmm, yes. And and I was like, oh okay. And then I heard one day on another podcast, Spellcast again, and another shout out to them. Um, <laughs> she's gonna be so <laughs> um that it was just you. And I literally stood at my laptop and I was like, oh no. And I went back <laughs> and listened to the podcast again. And I would looked at my son, and I said, I, I heard somebody else. Yeah. And, of course, I have a 17-year-old son, so I got looked at like I was absolutely crazy. <laughs> and, but uh, well, not too crazy, because he's, he's actually, um, I think he's, he's got a little bit in him. He just okay. hasn't figured out what it is yet. Yeah. Backtracking. He looked at me like I was crazy and said, oh, I don't hear anybody. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to write her and tell her. I I just need to write you and tell you because I know I heard it. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just an audio thing, something going wrong. And then, yeah, no, nope. I I heard – it was insane. Well, no, and the thing, too,
0: is, like, what I've learned – and this is – I know this is going to sound weird, but what I've learned is – when she is like doing these like affirmations at the end and going mm-hmm, or agreeing with something I've said, whoever needs to hear it hears it. Whoever doesn't need to hear it does not. Like, I go through and when I go and I edit every single part of this podcast, I re listen to all the audio. So I don't hear it unless it's except for that one time. And then I recorded something yesterday for the bonus episode that went out. And It wasn't a, it
2: was like a, it was was like a, it was like a laugh. And I was like, and she strikes again. (laughs) Oh, she found something entertaining. Oh my. Well,
0: I mean, what I was talking about was pretty. (laughs) (laughs) I spent a lot of time laughing about that
2: episode. (laughs) That's good though. Laughter's good. Laughter is so good. Yeah. It is so, so good. I am definitely why well, had you cracking up i am definitely a, a smiley kind of person that's yeah. why i don't understand why she's so warrior we're we're very much the opposite i would be the court jester and she would be the knight and i feel that i think maybe like i know
0: whenever i like i know that i have like my own sort of like abilities and then i know like kind of the spirits around me that are like my past life selves have their own abilities and There are moments where I just tap into something different. Like, it's not, like, it's of me, but not of me. And it feels, like, much darker and way more chaotic. And I used to get, I used to think, like, that meant I was, like, evil. (laughs) Like, I really did, because I was just, like, well.
2: It's very overpowering.
0: Yes. Like, it takes you over. And it's, Mm -hmm. like, no, no, I've got you. You're good.
2: And it then would I had, definitely it, it would definitely go along. You, it makes you understand the drunk with power um yes. phrase because yes. it is it is that intense.
0: Yes. And I think that's what makes it different. I think that's where it's not I think that's why some people can tap into it and some people can't. I think that You don't it like the power doesn't make you evil. I think it's I think it's like this deep universal power that feels that way because it's so like powerful and overwhelming. It's kinda like people who like if they channel like Zeus or Jupiter or Aries, like he's hardcore and he he's dark and he's like angry and vengeful and he's just like very militant. And that energy, if you're not careful and you don't know how to handle it is going to really overpower you and kind of mess you up a little because you're gonna be like, well, oh, like, oh yes. I wasn't expecting this. But I think like the one that comes like from inside of you that like you're in touch with somehow. I feel like that's just like this universal like cosmos of energy. And it's really you and like your soul and conscious that says, well yes, I'm going to do this thing or no, no it's not. I, I don't think the power itself is evil. I think it's the intention of the person. Exactly. Makes it good or evil? Yes. Oh,
2: yes. And I also think like it can, they can be in the middle too. Like
0: exactly I think
2: that's possible as well. Exactly. Well, you know, I feel I'm a I'm a I'm a big person on balance. Um mm-hmm. You know, you cannot have good without evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also feel evil is one of those words that is definitely misused because even yes. you know mischief, mischief is yeah. Uh, I'm not even gonna be able to say that <laughs> word correct. Mischievous. Thank you.
1: You, I really
2: appreciate that. Um, (laughs) But you know that categorizes a little bit in in the in the evil category. Um, Mm -hmm. And and so, of course, there are some evils that are so extravagant and awful. But without Mm -hmm. that balance, unfortunately, we would have some form of chaos. Yes. Um, and, And and my grandmother always used to say, "How would you know what good is if there wasn't evil in the world?" And that's a dark way to look at it, but in a sad way, she's right, you know? Um, Yeah. And and, and it's very primitive, good and bad and and good and evil. Very, very, very primitive, but unfortunately very important to the balance of, of the things we do.
0: Well, and I have this thought process that I think about it all the time, and it's if I'm going through a day and everything seems to just go wrong, instantaneously, I know no matter what make it through that day and something good is coming from it the next day or the next week, or it could be a year, but something is going to, that energy is going to be repurposed and, and you just needed that, those bad moments in order to like make up that good energy and also for you to be able to appreciate it. Like, I think like, it's also like, we have to be able to appreciate these things. And even if I remember, um, the day before I, I, I got a new job and I start tomorrow. And the um, day before I got that job, or, or officially, I knew, like, I knew that they were going to mm-hmm. hire me, I, I had a really, really good gut feeling about it. But, you know, you just because you have like a good feeling about it. It's still oh, yes, yeah, like, you still have to like, wait for it to like, come mm-hmm. and, and really be there. And, and it's also like the well, I don't. W- I don't want to think like I've got it, and then like be over. Like there, that there comes that ego into place, and like somehow yes. the universe is like, oh, you're going to be overconfident.
2: I'm going to take it away from you. <laughs> so- oh, and it's ha- it happens many, many, yes. many times. In fact, I yes. find myself going like, oh, don't you dare put too much thought into that. Yes, <laughs> it will be oh my taken God, off yes. of you.
1: Yes. yes,
2: and it's I've seen it happen. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you have it. I mean, and you do, you pretty much have it in the bag. And the universe is like, oh, you think so, do you? Mm-hmm.
0: It's like, don't you? I think like, and that's something else too, is like ego. Like when you're doing these things and you are working with the universe, like you cannot have any ego. You no. can You just no have to none. be like, universe, thank you for like whatever it is you're going to give me. And
2: that's so hard. Like that's so it hard is. to just like give up. It is. Yeah. And it's hard too because people come to you and ask for questions and stuff too, you know. Yes. Um, and, and it's maybe something simple, um, you know, what 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 feeling do you get from this room? Or and sometimes they don't mm-hmm. even ask; they're talking to me and telling me something, and it's like, yeah, you don't want to do that. Just, just, just ignore that altogether. That's bad for you. Um, and and, and people go, well, well, you know, terror. Same thing with tarot card readings and stuff. Yes. Um. You gotta have some balance there because you don't know everything, you know. It, it's that's always been a misconception. Well, you you can mm-hmm. see the future and stuff, right? Well, I was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no, not really. And I do tarot cards too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just just to channel energy, really. I I don't want to say that I've I've made it a habit, but I, I get excess energy and I've got to let it out some form mm-hmm. in some way. I use my cards. They're my angels. But I always tell everybody when I do a tarot card reading, look, I cannot tell your future. They're going to tell me what your paths are. That's it. Yeah. Don't ask me questions. It's up to you. Yeah. This this is our, you're going to cut my deck and you're going to put a little bit of you in there and me and the cards are going to tell you what's up. And that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I I don't do yes or no questions or any of that. Uh, I'm going to guide you. They're guiding cards. They're not solution cards. There, that's, there's a big difference there.
0: True. I know. Um, I just, I have a fairy card deck and I love the deck. I've had, I I bought the deck when I was maybe 10 or so. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, my grandmother had taught me how to read tarot cards, but she taught me with her deck of cards, which is like an age old, like, um, because she's practiced Santeria, they were, they were her, like, blessed cards, basically. And they were super powerful. And I definitely was not at the skill level to, like, handle those cards yet. Yeah. But oh. my little fairy deck and I, like, I was, that was going to, like, work me up to that level. Yeah. Then my, my mom, she was like, well, no, I don't want any tarot cards in the house. And I'm like, well, mommy had tarot cards. Like, what are you talking about? And she took yeah. them away. And I was so mad. Oh. I was so mad. Because I would never buy, like, an antique tarot card deck. Like, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. no. Never. No, no. That is, that is so much bad juju. Yes. But, like, bad my grandmother's juju. deck, like, I was okay with that. Like, that would be yeah. fine. Because I knew that deck. I knew her. And that deck was going to accept me eventually. It oh, yes. It would me then. Absolutely. I just... Needed to learn more about myself and yeah. and my abilities and, and really channel those. So now I have them all channeled and I still have my fairy card deck. And I've needed a new deck for like a while now. So um, I went and it was really, it was the strangest thing in the world. Universe working in mysterious ways. So <laughs> <laughs> did you know that TJ Maxx sells tarot card decks?
2: I no yeah <laughs> absolutely
0: did not. yeah so my mom <laughs> says to me i i had a tarot card deck that i wanted like hmm. that was like i had gone somewhere picked it up and was like i think this will work perfectly like instantaneously yeah. zoomed right over knew like that would be my next one and that That's was not like yeah well it wasn't I'm, I'm not gonna say like it was a um, like my top one like meaning like you know that would be the one that would i'd stick with and i could max out and, and it would be perfect but, like, it was a good, like, intermer- uh, intermediary between my fairy yeah, card yeah. deck and whatever that deck would be. And um, I was really into that. And then I was really into, like, shamanistic oracle cards, which I'd never used. But I kept Ooh. really wanting them. And I was like, okay, yeah. cool. I hear you, spirit guides. Thank you very much. But you're going to have to guide me to a cheaper deck because this one's a little too expensive.
2: <laughs> so- yeah. You know, they have very expensive tastes. Yes. Yes. If I have very short pockets. Yes. Exactly.
0: So my mom was like, Hey, there's a sale for TJ Maxx. And I was like, I don't really want anything. And she's like, Well, um, just go and look and see if you find anything that you want and I'll get it for you. And I was like, Okay. So I went on TJ Maxx online and I'm scrolling through and something's like, Click here. And I'm like, Okay. So I, I'm like, I don't need anything for the house because my dog is in. This rebellious stage where she's breaking mm. all of my stuff, so I definitely yes. don't want anything new for the house. So, no, 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 no. Oh no, no! no. I, <laughs> I need to learn how to hide all my breakable items,
2: like you learn how to hide the candy. <laughs> I should write a book about hiding candy. Yes, I'm very please good do. At it. I will buy it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I you. I, I'll just give you a copy. It'll be good. <laughs> You'll be prepared. Indeed. And I can hide things for my dogs too. I'll add a whole section in there. Yes, have to hide things please. From them,
0: too. Please, because she's breaking – she broke my amethyst candle holder. <gasps> um. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. I would yep. have cried. I – no, I cried when she ate – so my plants are like my plant babies. And I mean, oh. like, I listen to them, and I'm like, what's your name? And it gives me a name, and yes. apparently this is called Earth Magic, which I knew nothing of.
2: I just know I talk to plants. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't know that was a thing.
0: Uh, yeah. You're
2: teaching me something right now, because I do this all the time. It's Earth Yes, Magic, apparently really. it's a thing.
0: Like, oh. earth magic is, like, when you talk to the plants and you, like, hear them. And I'm, like, well, if that's the case, then
2: apparently I've got earth magic, air magic, water magic, fire magic. I have been doing this all for a very long time then. I yes. had no idea. My yeah. kids just make fun of me. They're, like, mom's talking to the plants again.
0: And, but do you notice that, like, the ones that you name last longer yes. than the
2: ones that you don't? Yes, absolutely. My lavender, um well, I, I don't know any gardeners out Lavender is a pain in the butt to grow. Yes. Um. Because it hates – it just doesn't like any kind of good soil. It likes very crappy soil. But uh, I had a lavender plant that I talked to for years because I just wanted it to grow. And I'm like, I'll love you and you'll grow. And it did. (laughs) That's perfect. It did, yes. I mean, I just was like, it's me and you, buddy. But I didn't realize that was earth magic. Apparently. I mean, I don't know. I I
0: don't – so – After the interview with Courtney and Andrea, I I finally decided – they they hit on something that was really important to me. And I finally decided that I'm pagan because I I practice all different types of things. Sometimes I might have to do, like, a little bit of a santeria ritual. Sometimes I might have to say a little bit of, like, a ceremonial spell magic. Other times I just talk to the elements. and like, what would you like Mm -hmm. me to know today? Or where would you like me to to direct my energy to assist you? I know we talked a little bit about people who have, like, asked you to, like, read – their like homes or things like that have you had any more of those like
2: experiences lately my best friend moved into her husband's home and it was built by his grandparents and they're still very much there um actually i saved her wedding pictures this i went in to read the house i i had a very loving feeling into it family it was definitely family and um But the grandmother was just very bent on dragging me back to the master bedroom. I didn't Mm -hmm. care about the kitchen. I didn't care about the living room or the side bedroom. I needed to get in the master bedroom and look in the closet. Um, I kind of scaled the wall a little bit. And up on a shelf was her wedding pictures. And I think she was afraid that as my friend put items on that shelf that they would eventually be pushed in the back and ruined. And they were her wedding pictures. So things happen like that sometimes just very um, quick. I, I didn't prepare for her to be so very dominant in my space,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: and make me go there. Um, I've walked through a house and sang Christmas songs before. <laughs> I I don't know why. The, at the time, of course, you know you're walking around. It's June, and you're singing, humming, and mm-hmm. you know dancing a little bit. I won't lie to Jingle Bells, mm-hmm. and um, I found out that the last owner actually died around Christmas time. So in my head, I was, I was picking up on that, Um, but I didn't even know it because I was actually trying to tell another entity in the house that the new owners were going to take care of this home and it was okay that he could, he could go now if he wanted, um, but he couldn't cause trouble. Um, And that's kind of my spirit guide. I like to think that's when she really comes um, full circle, very, very dominant in my life and, and I know she's definitely my protection in that scenario because I am just too sweet and naive sometimes. <laughs> I don't want to think that, um, that I'm going to get hurt because I, I'm not there to hurt anybody else. But, you know, the reality of it is there are very, there are entities out there that aren't pleasant. They don't mean to be anymore. Or maybe they were in life and that, that emotion is just so dug into their own grain that they can't shake it. And that kind of energy stays. Um, homes aren't always happy, and we all have bad times. But I always like to tell everybody, you know, focus on the good because that's the energy you leave in the home. Um, every day you leave your house, yeah. if 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 the soil's bad, you're not going to grow. And and I, I that's that's your home. It's your soil. Keep it keep it as happy and 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 clean. Now, when I say clean, I mean, you know, spiritually, yeah. however you find your spiritual cleansing, your your peace, your peace and harmony, that should be what's ingrained in the wood in your home and in the soil. What makes you your what makes you happy and brings you love and joy. Because those are when I go into a house to read ghosts. That's the first thing I do. And then and of course, I don't know about you, but electric really, really plays yeah. a big part yep. in me. And how I read things. The older the wiring, the the harder time I have focusing. I do feel that charge in the air, and it will affect me. And I like to bring that out to people and remind them, "Hey, if I can feel it, you can feel it." Yeah. You just don't know you're feeling it. Yeah. I do, because I'm trying to decipher between electric and 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 cosmic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And 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 with technology today, we've—I don't know about you, but they've really electronic devices today really mess with me sometimes.
0: Yes. Yeah. They put
2: out a lot of energy in very high dosages and it, it it affects me very much so.
0: Yeah, I with me like I find that I connect to I get like a lot of static shocks all the time. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm not It's really funny because I I don't have a problem instructing people on how to use technology. However, I don't actually like technology. Like I prefer letters to text messages, um, yes, or a, a phone call to a text message, and even. And I think it's because with the phone call, I can put the phone away from me, put you on speaker, and talk to you that way, and exactly. instead of having to hold it in my hand. Um, I find that like sometimes it took me a really long time to actually realize this was. Just me being me and being weird. But I've learned that, like, I, e- even down to like my hands, if I'm texting or typing or something, like, I have to use like an ergonomic keyboard and have to use an ergonomic mouse. And part of that, yes, I do think is because, well, I type really fast and stuff like that, but no different than anyone else who works like, you know, an eight hour desk job and comes home and like gets on the computer to finish something up. So I think that for me, it's actually more my hands are tired of touching electrical charged items. Yes. Like they're just yes. done and they don't want anything else to do with it and because I'm forcing it. They start hurting and it, it won't even be like a carpal tunnel. It'll be in weird ways. And I'm like, okay, got it. Won't touch it.
2: Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, I Like you said, pains, aches and where you don't normally mm-hmm. have aches. Yeah. Um. Headaches, you know, a lot of people, yes. they don't really walk around like, oh, I have a headache. Put your electric device down, step away from the mm-hmm. TV, the computer,
1: mm-hmm. all of that,
2: because I that's that's a lot of your headache, you know, eye strain, that all comes into to parts of um, of your body and the electric it puts out. And yeah. again, the balance, you know, we have a psychic mediums and anybody with any kind of gift like, along those lines. Um for again the balance. Um we have to have some some kind of balance. Yeah. towards um what we do in life, and how much time we spend like you said at the keyboard and the computer and um in our screen time. It plays a part. We have to be able to walk away, look away from those things again. I I have a salt rock. I I love love my salt rock to just neutralize the air a little bit. Pull out all those all the negative ions and stuff that are are Breaking havoc on me
0: <laughs> yeah well it's really funny because i have to i don't and i do the same thing with crystals so i'll go through ebay of all places and i'll go and i'll scroll through and look at crystals and there'll be ones that i just find do something to me and i'm like okay that's the one i have to get but yeah. like my parents got like a general salt lamp from somewhere and i hated that thing Like, for a while, like, I hated that thing. Like, I hated it. Um, It would give me headaches. My parents were fine, but I would get headaches. I would get everything. And at that time, I didn't really know anything about needing to, like, cleanse stuff sometimes because, like, you don't always know, like, where it's sourced. And I said to them, I was like, can you just move it from here to here? And they're like, why? I said, "I, I don't know. But can you just move it? And where I had asked them to move it was from a corner where it got no light, it got no anything, to another corner where there was a window. And they did. And over maybe a period of two months afterwards, it was fine. So I think, like, just, like, cleansing, like, sunlight and moonlight and all those things and it not just being in this, like, dark, secluded corner all by itself as well. And then, I I mean, I think you can cleanse anything and make it work. But I think that that just really needed it and it wasn't getting it. And then it was just picking up more negative,
2: more negative, more negative, more negative. Yeah, and And it's a natural element. It needs sunlight. It needs those things. We all do. We all have to go outside every now and then and just...
1: Mm -hmm. recharge
2: it. That's that's why I'm up in the mountains. Um, I I needed it. I I really, really do. Um, Since you and I've started talking, I have um, kind of reevaluated things because I did, I really felt like I was losing my mind Mm -hmm. and going a little crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I don't really know if I was just getting to a phase in my life, but I felt very alone and lost in this. Um, And it's easy to do. Mm-hmm. Cause how do you explain these, some of these things that happen to people? I mean, if I sat and explained every little tidbit that happened during the day, people would probably lock us up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and you get stuck in your own mind. And I was like, you know what? I need the mountains. I need some mountain fog. I need some mountain air. I need some rich soil. I need. I need to recharge myself. I recharge my crystals, my lamps, every, my whole environment, my 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 whole bubble. I recharge it. I need to recharge the core of the bubble now. And that's me. And, and I recommend that for everybody, even if you're you're not into these kind of things, you know, or you just like listening to them and you don't do them. Or you do go out and recharge yourself. Go somewhere new. Get to the mountains, breathe. <laughs> breathe the mountain air. Yeah. because like, it's it's so important.
0: I mean, I do this I do that whenever I'm having um in my old job whenever I would have like a really stressful day, there would be these moments where it's like, I have to get out. Like, I have to get out of this cube. I have to get out of this floor and out of this building and out of this space. Like, I need to, like, experience actual air. Yes. And they had this, like, um, it wasn't anything too special. It had some really tall, like, muley grass. And it was a retention pond that ducks swim in And there was fish and a couple trees and um, a couple plants and things like that. And it may have not been much, but I would just come over. And I don't really understand why this last part will ha- happen all the time. But I would come over, just take the muley grass, which is incredibly uncomfortable, and wrap yes. my hands in it, and just stand there, like I would just stand there with my eyes closed and wrap my hands in it. And after a period of time, I would open my eyes, and I would have a chorus of ants in front of me, just like chilling out. And I I used to think like maybe I was maybe there's like an ant pile there. I you know normal things like mm-hmm. there must have been an ant pile there, and I must have like snapped on it and and, and hit it. And they must be upset. And this is why the ants are there. No. Like, I moved to another location and I watched them follow me. Wow. To the other location. And I was wow. like, all right, cool. Got it. So this whole, like, wrapping myself into the plants and the earth, I'm, I'm literally doing that energetically to the point
2: that these tiny little beings feel it. Okay. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And ants, I mean, the fact that ants feel it, I take that as a, a really good sign. I mean, not much stops an ant. Yeah, as long as
0: they feel it outside. Because I did have, I used to go to this um, acupuncture and oriental medicine school, and we would talk about spirituality a lot there. And I remember the particular day this happened, that morning I had woken up, and I was going to meditate, and I just saw, I don't know what it was, but it was (laughs) almost like, it was like I was sitting cross-legged, and from the floor around me, it was like I saw, like, Essentially, like your chakras, like all the colors of your chakras, with like symbols that I don't know in them, mm-hmm. and they kind of lifted up, and then it came up and came over me and around me, and they just sat there and kind of spiraled in a circle. And I just thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> I said, "Okay, well, whatever." Yeah. But yeah. I had a good old time, and that was it. That that evening, I had gone. To, I had uh, picked up McDonald's because we we had to stay until like eight o'clock or something, and I needed food. So I picked up McDonald's, came back. My car was fine. I parked it underneath a tree, of which the branches did not reach my car. I came back, and I was like, oh, that's weird. There's an ant in my car, so I killed it. <coughs> There's another ant. An entire colony of <gasps> ants had moved into the back seat of my car. Oh, And well, that's interesting. Yes, which is hmm. great. It was, it was ants that don't bite you. That doesn't make a difference. Well, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really good. Fire ants hurt. They yeah. are very painful. Yes. So it, so it was just it. like normal little black ants. Um, But even their queen was there. And I was like, what the fuck? Where did you why? Go away. <laughs> so I why tried to, here. Yes. I had to drive home with a colony of ants in my car.
2: <laughs> oh, I just wanted to just come and visit you and, and, I don't, and they, they should have visited
0: me and then left they didn't leave they stayed no, they in the backseat of my car and i like came home and i was like okay well maybe they'll leave like you know they don't ants don't stay in one place unless they make a colony they don't live in cars well, no I don't know, well this but, one stayed no. there over the next day still didn't leave and i was like what hmm. the fuck so i was like crap like maybe if i get a hose and i like you know get it wet They'll leave. Nope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I just I then they migrated. See that. They
2: don't like being wet. I mean, yeah, it's... well
0: yes, but they migrated from the backseat of my car to my trunk when no, I did this. No. And I'm no, like, no. what the hell? So I finally had to go to get driving yet again with these ants in my car to the grocery store and get the ants and roach spray from um whoever I can't remember the people who make it. Raid the ant oh. and roach spray. Yes, Come back. Yes, yes. It my whole car. Everything. And that was the only way to get them to leave.
2: That is so nuts. They didn't want to oh go. My goodness. And I, I didn't want them to stay. <laughs> that is so crazy. Well, you know, sci- uh, the Cosmos are not very uh, – they don't really care what you think. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they just don't care. Yeah. They're very rude at times, very intrusive yep. at times, inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So much for you. We don't care today. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and sometimes they do stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying, like, it could have been. It didn't have to be. I mean, look, it could have been something like it could have been like palmetto bugs. That could. Yeah. Yeah. Hey,
2: it could have been anything worse. Cicadas. Cicadas are awful. It's cicada season where I'm at right now. No. Those are horrible, (laughs) horrible.
1: Horrible Even bugs. Ticks?
2: I no. look. I love. I love nature. I. I. I love nature. I love you so much. But you can keep your cicadas. I don't want your rattlers. <laughs> Not scorpions are cool to look at, but I don't want them. I love you bees, but please don't bite me. Wasps are just jackoffs. I really don't know why they're here. I am yeah very in tune in harmonious. but why are you here? You're just yeah. jerks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're just jerks. But you know it. I I see. I I don't know. My husband would probably rather me come home with ants. I seem to... Cats find me. Cats will... There won't be a cat around for miles. I show up and there's now a cat and it needs a home and loving. And I have a really hard time saying no. So you just come home with a new cat? I can't say no to a fuzzy kitty. So how many cats do you have? Well, I only have three. I find homes. I'm not... My husband... I have four kids, three cats, two dogs. I'm not allowed to have anything else. <laughs> all you need is like one horse and then you'll complete the sequence. <laughs> I know. I have a zoo. I I have a mini zoo. Oh, and they're all my monkeys. They're all crazy, but they love me. So, and they put up with my craziness. But I, I swear I could be, well, I'm in the national forest now. I have no doubt that after speaking of this, a cat will show up. Because that's how it happens. <laughs> I can just imagine you coming back in your history, be like, "Really?" <laughs> yes. Well, I laugh about the crazy cat lady comments and and stuff on Facebook because I'm like, "You guys don't get it. I really am." They find me. They find me. They track me down. They know I can't say no. They're like a horrible fuzzy drug dealer. I'm addicted. That that's that's how I feel. That's. I can't even. I mean, it's been this way all my life. My grandmother had like eight cats on a farm.
0: Oh wow.
2: I've always been surrounded by cats. I definitely I definitely have a connection to cats. I've never done uh, um animal spirit guides i uh-huh. or anything like that. I just kind of know uh-huh. <laughs> I kind of got the signal really hard. yeah, yeah, I but see cats are cats are it. Me and cats are we're cool. we're We're sisters in arms. We're fuzzy sisters in arms. But my husband, on the other hand, would probably rather them not be my best friends in the world. (laughs) He tolerates it. He loves me. But he would probably rather it be another animal, like a dog. But I have two of those, too. So Yeah, I mean, you're balancing it out. I I am. I think so.
0: With my spirit animals and my, my totem animals, the only fuzzy one thus far that I have is an owl. And I haven't seen that one in a really long time. All the rest of mine are reptilian and or insects, which is great. That's (laughs) interesting. Yeah. So I have a I have one that I don't really think she's like, I don't know what she is. She takes on different forms randomly. She's like Hmm. she's a trickster. That one like that, like that. That's her goal is just to like make me laugh. Yeah, and she's very, like, she does a lot of trickery
2: sometimes. Um, her and I would get along really, really well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she likes to appear as a dragon, like a little miniature dragon that sits on my shoulder.
2: Oh, I love
0: that. But I, I can't, I I don't, I, I don't know what she is, but so we'll, I just always say she, refer to her as a, a dragon, and I know that one's a girl. But then I have a giant snake. And I found the scientific name for it, but apparently it was a dinosaur-like snake that existed millions of years ago that is the essentially, like, great-grandfather to the anaconda. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yes, and it's all black. Hmm. And it's really funny because it does not have a gender. Like, it's not male or female. It just is what it is. And I kind of like that, though. Yes. I like that. Well, that one... She's Very
2: easy.
0: Yes, but I I gave her, I gave it a like um like an a intermediary name to kind of match. But that one tends to be hangs around me more. When I'm emotional, like if I'm going through something extremely emotional, I need to get it out. It assists me with getting it out, and it'll just kind of like coil and wrap itself around me, kind of like a a constrictor. No constrictor. I was gonna say goodness. like a blanket. Yes, sure comfort yes. Blankie. Well, look, <laughs> yes. I mean, it makes sense. The, the first time it happened, I should have been scared, but I wasn't. Like, I was laying in bed, and I saw this huge, for reference of how big the snake was, it went over an entire queen bre- be, uh, bed, like, 15 times. And then wrapped itself have around me. It.
2: I'll be very honest. Be <laughs> I would not have been able to handle that.
0: <laughs> well, see, but I've I've never had a problem with snakes. Like, they've always interested me, like, randomly, and I um, my mom oh, I love them. They're
2: fascinating, but that's yes. too big. <laughs>
0: Yeah, this one's this one's this one's a big. This one's big, and um, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're huge. And it would it would always end with its head like either over my heart, or um, like kind of like on over my stomach, where I could kind of like almost pet it, sort of, yeah. and it would just like chill there and listen to me, which was great. But it's a really big snake. <laughs> and then I have a scorpion and a spider, and they they just pop out when I kind of need to like remember like the two like duality sides of my like
2: abilities and like yeah. myself as well. I get the spider one. I, I definitely, I actually, I'm very connected with spiders. I yeah. love spiders. It's weird. I do not have any as pets because they belong in the wild. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, are you sure that you don't? <laughs> well, I do. I mean, the jumping spiders at home. I mean, I do name them. Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, that's they, pet I, related.
2: You know, hey, I, yeah, I guess they are. And I, you know, they eat the mosquitoes that come in. We have a good, yes. we have a good relationship. Yeah, I don't know if we're connected, but we have a good symbolic relationship. It eats those. I enjoy it. We're good. We're good. Well, see, that's how I feel about
0: the spiders in my house, too. I, I always have a rule, and I'm like, you can stay in the house as long as you don't have fur, and you don't end up in my bedroom or where I can find you. So just yes. you know, you're not allowed on me. You can be yes. here. Don't touch me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like no touching. Yeah. No, no, no. Like the rest of the kids. No, no, no. Not you. Well, when I got the the scorpion and the spir- and the spider spirit animals, that was great. I was laying in bed, and I was asleep, and in the dream, there was a giant scorpion and a giant spider on the wall, and they kind of were so big that they kind of just like sort of jumped onto the bed scurried up me and then one kind of implanted itself in my left hand and coiled the tail of it around like my ring finger and the spider implanted its full like you know eight legs on my um my right hand well after it did that though then I felt like tiny little spiders were crawling on me Oh. It was no. so real no, that no. I woke up and pulled away the covers expecting to find all these spiders. No. Yes. So I <laughs> was like, no. thank you for letting me know you exist, but maybe not that strongly, please. <laughs> we could have done this a different way altogether. I like like the ants. You see, you see, I don't know why. I don't know why the universe likes to give me these signs so strongly sometimes. I don't know why. <laughs> and then there's an owl and bees. Bees Apparently, Love Me Lately, and um, Butterflies. So I don't know why I don't have fuzzy, like, spirit animals. I don't, I don't know why I didn't uh, transfer over into the fuzzy category. I'm still in the,
2: like, slimy, creepy category. I don't know why. Butterflies, yes. I definitely get the butterfly one. Um, I actually have a butterfly. I didn't tell anybody. I'm hiding in the car because I have four kids. So I'm doing the podcast in my car, and I'm hiding in it. And I'm actually, the whole time I have been watching a butterfly, a yellow monarch, just kind of float back and forth over top of the car. Um, which all oh. now actually makes sense. That completely makes sense of why she's visiting. We're both on the same little level there. And it's kind of like saying, hey, hi, how are you? We're on this oh. little energy wavelength together. Let's cruise it. That
0: really touched my heart. Aw. Oh, why I mean it, you know?
2: Those kind of, uh, those are the... I think that's the best part about what we do is we get to have those little deep connections and little heart yes. tingles that other people don't see. And they're so important, the little things. So important. And it's so funny
0: to me because, like, when you started talking about butterflies, too, is when the delay finally, like, fixed itself. Mm-hmm. And so,
2: like, then you said the thing and I was like, no, no. <laughs> oh, see, that's, that's how that goes. See, they knew. They knew. They we had a little vibe going here. We're just trying to do our thing. Yeah. Like I said, this is, you know, this is the first time I've actually talked this openly and with probably this many people about <laughs> myself <laughs> and the craziness that I do, which I I, I definitely have do not done a very good job of explaining it. But I, I'm really mm-hmm. learning from you how to do that. Um, I definitely recommend if anybody has questions, e- just just send an email out. This woman is wonderful. She's so sweet and kind mm-hmm. and understanding absolutely I promise and and I'm so glad that I reached out to you um you're just you've been such a breath of fresh air and and giving me well my balance back because I definitely didn't have that I didn't have a lot of anybody to talk to about it either you know my family loves me to death they don't um in any form try to change me but they definitely don't understand anything yeah. <laughs> they, they I see the eyebrows go up. and and the head shakes and the mom we just we love you mom we love you and they're just like yeah she's crazy and they move on but it's nice to um, to have well the butterfly connection (laughs) and and those kind of things you know gotta look for somebody that you can talk to and be open with doesn't matter who it is and they come in amazing places and surprises I don't know if I believe in uh, in coincidences so much but yeah I definitely believe that energies when they're both looking for the same kind of peace or guidance or whatever will definitely find the same path. you'll, You'll find that path in somebody to talk to and connect with and those are the little magical moments. I love it. I love it and you have been so supportive in so many ways and it has felt good just to talk about it and realize I'm not crazy. Other people are going through this. Well, I told you about the Burnt Reynolds thing. That was yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah. But I felt so much better after talking to you about it. Um, because everybody, I had a ton of people in my house that day, and they all watched me do this. <laughs> for for a good couple hours, just walk around humming the Smokey and the Bandit song. Crazy. Over and over and over again. <laughs> Like, the record on repeat. Um, And after talking to you about it, I just felt so much better. (laughs) That
0: makes me so happy. Like, it really does.
2: Your podcast is definitely doing what you set out to do. I definitely want you to know that. You're amazing. I absolutely love you. I know I've told you this a thousand times, but I absolutely love you.
0: You have, but I swear it touches my heart every time. And, And it makes me, like, it makes me so happy because you know, that, that was my thing. Like, I remember when like I sat down and I started this podcast, I was just like, if I can just help one person, like just one person, Mm -hmm. like that will, that that will mean everything to me because you have to like, look, when I, when I sit here and I run this podcast, like I told my husband, I was like, it's like a part time job. Like it really is. Like I spend as much time in it and creating everything and getting everything together and, and marketing and SEO work and I spent 70, almost 70 hours working on the website because I'm a nut. <laughs> so, <laughs> like it's, it takes a lot of time and you you can't be in those if you don't feel something for it. And, and in my mind, it's just like, like that one person, there's going to be like that one person out there. And so to know that I helped you because like, I really, I really felt like, yeah, she just needs to know that like, She's not nuts and she'll soar. That's it. Like, she just needs to know that, like, what she feels is normal and what, she, what she's what she been going through is normal. And that, like, I actually think, like, you have an amazing gri- a gift and an amazing talent and that you actually have, like, such a good, good handle on it. You just needed, like, that extra, like, knowledge that, like, you weren't just alone and by yourself. And so knowing and seeing, like, how, like, happy and how, like, but you're taking care of yourself and and really being in tune with yourself and even on this like freaking podcast like I swear to god like I know like this is the first time like you've done this but you sound like you've been doing it for like 20 years like I feel like <laughs> like I feel like you're like an expert level guest <laughs> like like you well, are you I, you're I so that. amazing like you're so oh. amazing
2: oh thank you so much well I it, it's because of you I mean I really um I really shut off for a while there and, and, um, uh, I mean, I work from home, so it's easy for me to do that. Even with kids, I mean, you're there, you know, you're there in your form, but you're not really there emotionally mm-hmm. and in, 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 center, in your center being and your heart and all that is just feeling lost. And, um, I did, I, I, I said it a million times, but I felt like I was almost losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so easy to, to do when, when you have, when you listen as well as we do. It's so easy to do because we're messing with, no, not mess. well, at times, a little bit of messing. Yeah. But <laughs> there's uh, these energies, like you said, they're so strong. They're so potent. And, and the entities and the people that talk to us, it takes a lot of energy to vocalize and communicate with somebody when you're already gone. A lot of energy, a lot of things going on, and and um, I do think it has a toll on your brain if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're not um, ready for it, or or like me, you kind of get lost because, like you said, back to the ego thing. We can't be, e- we can't have this huge ego, you know, about us. We've got to, when we shouldn't either. I mean, it's it's a gift, whatever, it, whatever you want to call it. It's a gift, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it. The talent, um, it's just, however you want to see it, it's, it's, it's magical, but it does take its toll. Like, and, and I think it's been written down before, you know, they tell you, you know, magic takes its toll and this is almost a form of it. Yeah. Um, we may not be, we may not every day apply it to something. We may not every day cleanse our home. We may not, um, um do rituals every day, but just interacting with people every day. Mm-hmm. That's us using our gifts because we never really shut it off. You can bubble all you want, but it's still there. Yeah, and it has to be because a lot of this is um, I, I ha- how I put it, um, instinct. A lot and everybody. That's I think of the best way to. I when I explain it to somebody is think of it as as being your natural instincts. That's kind of how it works. It just kind of does its thing. Somebody tells you something. Something gives you a sign. Or you just notice something. Or again, you hear something, smell something. It's that quick. Just like your your normal survival instincts. It just second nature. It happens. But that takes its toll. Mm-hmm. And again, it can make you feel like you're going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Humming Burt Reynolds songs and and weird things and birds following you some days. And you're like, what is going on? Why is the bird following me? Yeah. it It makes you feel crazy (laughs) it may to be a little crazy to appreciate it
0: (laughs) you know what i i think that and see that's why like i sit down and like when people are like i really want to get into this and i'm like well you have to ask yourself like why because Mm -hmm. like i feel like this almost like that like if if someone is going to like get into like practicing magic or you know and in that form having these abilities and learning how to deal with these abilities and walking yourself through these abilities and getting used to how much time and how much actual energy and just like mental energy it takes. Yeah. That's almost the perfect way to like make you understand like also what practicing magic is. Mm -hmm. Like they, like it's not, you don't just like walk in and know everything.
2: No, no, never.
0: And I don't think like you're supposed to, like, I think, I think you're, you get these little like bits and pieces when you're supposed to, like that's something mm-hmm. I had to learn with myself too, is you know, I didn't know how to cleanse a crystal and I, I didn't know anything about it. I I didn't know, you know, um example, like the the episode I just put out with this this person, I I get these, um I'm very naive and innocent in some ways and where while I know that people do you wake up in the morning with the intention to hurt someone? I don't. And so it's very, it's almost like a shock for me. It's almost like um, yes, this this weird thing where I just don't, I don't fully comprehend it. Like, I, I, I mm-hmm. just can't. And so my brain instead, I think almost like it's in a protection measure, flags it as weird. And it's mm-hmm. like, pay attention to this. I'm warning you of it. But I understand that you can't comprehend what it means just yet. But pay attention and figure it out.
2: Yes. It, it almost wants you to know that energy when yes. it comes back. Yes.
0: Yes. So then, of course, obviously it will come back. And I had it happen with someone where I had gotten a weird sign from them. And um, it was simply just that they seemed to stand too close to me. They had this thing mm-hmm. where they very physically input themselves into my space and my energy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how it felt. That they were physically trying to enter into my space.
2: I I don't like that feeling. I definitely know what you're talking about. It's very creepy, crawly feeling. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: And I was like, okay. And at this point, like, I had not reopened myself up to my abilities. I, I was still very kind of closed off. So I just flagged it as, okay, cool. And that was it. And Mm -hmm. now that I have done all this work and I was just like, I don't even know why I thought that was a good idea before. (laughs) I've gotten to this place where I met the person again this year and I picked up immediately that part of the reason of why I had flagged it was because his intentions to me were very intense. He Mm -hmm. had an attraction there of which I didn't understand because I don't look at things that way and yeah. then also like he just he he just was very focused on me the oh, whole yeah. time we were around one another and we were around another group of people and as i went to leave i he was right by the door so i said something to him and he stood up and he got in my in my space yet again but the way that he did it was you know, like in those like cute little like romance movies when like the like the two people gradually like move closer together to like they're almost touching, oh yeah, that's how he was, except there was no romance, there was no, oh yeah no, no there was no. no want of this. I was like, "Whoa, dude, you're too close, so yeah. you know, but I'm in a professional work environment. I can't openly speak up and say that, so and I and
2: the worst part is they know that too,
0: yes,
1: exactly that's the worst part they know yes. that, mhm.
0: And he, I, I took a step back, thinking, like, in my mind, you know, there, there was that, like, there's that one part that was like, he meant to do this, and you have to understand it and realize it. But that's, there's this other part of like, well, I spent a whole year like going through and I have to help this person, you know, I'm their mm-hmm. point of contact, I've spoken with them. And he's always been very nice and very kind in those things. And so I was like, okay, well, there's perhaps a level of where, yeah, he did mean to do that. But perhaps if I establish a boundary by stepping back, he'll respect that boundary. Nope. No, I no. stepped back, nope. he stepped forward. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> the, this, is where, this is where sometimes I hate the messages that the universe gives me. Every, every so often. Because I do this thing where like when someone has a strong enough emotion and they're visualizing something in their mind, I pick up on it. And oh, yeah. I, see the, I see the vision too. Mm-hmm. Well, his visual was, was uh, to have sex with
2: me. Oh, I was going to say, it had to have been erotic because I was oh, getting yes.
0: that. Well, the problem is now I know how big his penis is. So... Well. Yes. So thank you. Thank universe. you.
2: Thank you. I... thank you. See, I have no I... boundaries. It doesn't care. I've ran. I've ran away. I don't blame you. I do not blame you. That's a real intense emotion, though. Yes. Um, And, and. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, yeah. I'm married and I'm kids, but I'm not dead. Um, <laughs> not that I'm by any means. But you'll run across somebody who's, um, yeah, you can tell that it's, that it is, is, I can't even. I yeah. wanted to look into sex magic, not to do, but out of curiosity's sake, because again, I think the cat follows me and curiosity killed the cat. But I wanted to read <laughs> up on it because it fascinated me, like, Yes. Because I've felt that energy before.
0: Yes. And um, it is it is powerful and it's yeah. potent. And it's yes. really addictive because my my issue is like, so I have my husband and I love my husband. And yes, so yes, of course love As him. you just said, yeah. not dead. Not dead not either. Dead. So I was just like, all I was thinking about was I'm not going to be here tomorrow. This is going to be a great day. <laughs> like yes. That's all I was thinking so about that I could spend with my husband. And Bye-bye. then this happens. So I was walking around, unfortunately, with that emotion all day. Yes. Because this person, like, knowing it was not coming from me to this person, but I was still picking up on it from yeah. this person.
2: Because it's so intense. Yes. It is so intense. It is yes. very hard to ignore it at all. It actually, there is yes. no ignoring it. It really is And isn't. I was like,
0: please go away. Mm-hmm. Like, just shoot. Like, I don't. I don't want to be anywhere near you. Like, not out of, like, a – and I think, like – People might think like, oh, because like you were
2: attracted. No, because I like, no, don't no, want to no. feel that energy no, ever again from that, this it's person. not that at all. Ever. It is, it, we read it as creepy. I don't know about you. Yes. But it is too. it's like, oh, God, it's so creepy. That's what you're feeling? Oh, God, gross. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and it, it, it's, it can be nauseating. Some, it's yes. intense. And and sometimes it's dangerous and you know and mm-hmm. you definitely know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've all been out, been at the store and – there's that one guy and he's super intense but behind those eyes is something very dark
0: well and, and that's you what I didn't them. understand too is yeah. I was like like this person like he writes me letters when yeah. he went like in his emails he does them in like letter form which I always just thought I in my mind I've always just labeled him as like oh that's really sweet yeah I never thought anything like I never thought he was he thought he felt that way or thought that and it's just like why in the like? Why is that like your first idea? And I, I yeah. came home and I talked to my husband. I told him about the whole thing. Um, I think I I may have left out the I knew what
2: his size
0: was down there. Um, you yeah, didn't even need
2: to know that. No, no. he was already no, no. mad
0: enough. He he he. It was implied. He knew. Um, yeah. And I said to him, I said, honey, I don't understand. Like this is what I don't understand. It's like, like you know me. Like I don't. I don't have my picture on the internet anywhere. Like for this yeah. reason. And I don't, it's not that I think like, oh, I can make all the boys fall in love with me. It's not that. It's that I don't want to have that situation happen. Because I'm in a relationship and it's very, it's disrespectful to me to begin with. And then it's disrespectful to my partner. And if you disrespect my partner, it angers me. It's just the whole mm-hmm. thing, and then I get mm-hmm. mad, and then I get pissy, and then warrior mode takes over, and then I go at you, and then like, no, just let's
2: not, yeah, do it, yeah. And it's it takes so much energy to be angry at people. Yes,
0: yes. So <laughs> so if, much if energy it takes, to be angry. Exactly. If it takes me not putting my my photo up, that's fine. Like I don't wear tight clothes. Yeah. I'm very I do a very billowy thing. So in my mind, I do all the things that would that. It to me mm-hmm. make me think that I'm a wallflower. Like that's how I. That's what I think. And my husband's like, his. I said to him, I said, honey, I don't understand why why guys are attracted to me. It's not just girls. Like anyone. Like I don't. I don't yeah. understand it. It. it I. It, it don't like. I don't want it. And I think
2: I, it's I, the. I think it's the energy we put. Yes. Out. It's exactly they, it's not that they're attracted to us. Yep. And yep. it's, and, and I think maybe where this is where the idea of succupants and stuff kind of come from, well, not mm-hmm. the idea, they're real, but you know what I mean, Yeah, um, is they're drawn to that energy,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: and it's not that we put anything like that out there. Like, mm-hmm. we could be having a conversation like this, just back and forth, and it's pleasant, and somebody else is getting a different energy because, not that they mean to, it's really maybe they're intense, and it's now sucking in, so now they're pulling on our energy, and and we just look warm and fuzzy. And they're like, that's hey. What
0: my, that's what my husband said. And it's yeah. so funny because he's not, um, like, he'll, like, I didn't talk to him about it, but he's not into, like, any type of spiritual thing. Although what's really funny is lately he's been getting um, precognition, but he doesn't ooh, know that's what it's called. Now?
2: Well, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it nuts how those kind of things happen. Because um, I don't know about you, but I have a lot of problems with movies. I really do, especially if it's a really well-written movie that sucks you in. I emotionally feel that. Mm. I don't do sad movies because I don't want to Yeah, talk. I don't do sad movies either. Don't do sad movies. I don't want to see anybody die. I love the nature mm-hmm. channels, but there's just too much death. Too much death. Yeah. Like every yeah. other animal's got to fight and die. And I know it's exists and I know it needs to happen, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It started getting to me now, like it didn't used to, but like I do the same thing with true crime. I used to love true crime, and I would yes. watch every single investigation discovery show there was out there, everything like I was mm-hmm. I all my podcasts were true crime, and then one day I went to go listen to a podcast I can do it and I was like, yeah, what it just what got to
2: you yes is
0: this yes no it, and it wasn't it, I can't even say like it was almost like the joy that I got out of listening because I, my, my husband finds it weird that I listen and I told him, I said, well, honey, you also have to remember that as we've discussed, we just talked about, I'm very naive and innocent in some things. I said like, for instance, if somebody's on drugs, I don't know what, I don't know what someone on drugs looks like to me. me I either. I just flag it as weird. Like, like, or so if someone's super drunk, I don't know what that, I've been around drunk people. This is, and I don't drink alcohol.
2: I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know what to do. I, I, it's, it's strange to me. It's weird to me. I don't understand it. And so for me, true crime is almost like a learning experience of like, hey, and these situations, like you really need to like, know this. Like you really yeah. need to like, look out I for these I feel the things. same. It's like, it's a learning tactic. Like mm-hmm. I'm
2: learning how you operate so I can avoid you.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I guess my empathic self just said, you've learned enough. And then just, I couldn't, I couldn't
2: find any enjoyment in anything. I was like,
1: yeah. why? <laughs>
2: I, I know, and that I'm, I'm with you. I watch them, too. My husband's like, you won't watch animals die, but you watch all these murder <laughs> mysteries. Yes. I don't want to see the animals die because <laughs> that's going to happen no matter what. But these crazy people didn't have to do what they did. Yep. that None of that had to happen. Yep. I need to know why it happened. And I yep. don't know about you, but sometimes... Especially in missing cases. And I don't know about you. Oh, my God. But yeah. when I listen to them, I, I really listen to them because I'm hoping one day, I'd love to, it. would be great. Like you said, we I think when we all want, when we all have these gifts and stuff, we all want to be able to help somebody with them. Yes. And when you listen to the missing cases, it's like, maybe I'll just hear something that nobody else does.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe,
2: you know, or maybe, maybe I'll, I'll see something or hear something and, and, I, it's just there you may not be able to ever be able to do it and I find it fascinating for the psychics that can do that and there's a really a small handful that are really good at those kind of things um, but I think deep down we all would love to be to be able to save somebody mm-hmm. one day with it because there's a lot of energy that goes into this a lot mm-hmm. a lot of connections with with the grass to the people to the plants and it would be so wonderful to in tune that and to actually help somebody. So I, I understand, like, why you do your podcasts and stuff and why you listen to Murder Mysteries. I, it is. It's a learning experience. And, and in some cases, I think we'd like to all be able to help, to be able to go, look, I know, I know I can help. Mm-hmm. I know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you may not be able to be able to explain how you know, and they may put mm-hmm. you on the suspect list. But <laughs> Yeah. But it. it you know, it, we'd all want to be able to help somebody one day. It'd be great. <laughs> it doesn't have to be big,
0: but, you know. I know we've talked a little bit about, um like, that death feeling and stuff. Mm, yeah. And that is – I think, like, for me at least, that's the closest I'm going to be able to, like, get to it is to at least, like, be able to be there for someone when I feel that feeling. Because I don't know why, but lately, like – it was the first nine days of May. In the first nine days of May, anytime someone told me someone was sick, they died. Every single time. And I could feel that. And I was just like, I, I literally just got to a point that some, like, someone told me, called me, and said, like, so and so is in the hospital because of this. And oh, I yeah. just said, motherfucker.
2: And yeah, and you know like, it's coming. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And my mom was like, what? And I said, I don't think she's going to make it. I said, I don't mean that like in a mean or like any type of way.
2: No, but you I don't. D- like, but this it's, has just it's been, there, yes.
0: yeah. Like, it's, yeah. this has just been what's going on. And then, like, two days later, my mom told me, like, they found out, like, she had terminal cancer. And I was like, <sighs> I knew it. And I yeah. don't understand why. Like, I don't get what's going on. But I just had to learn that, like, all I can do is make the best out of my abilities as much as possible. And so, if I feel that feeling as horrendous as it
2: feels, because it does not feel nice and it does not no. feel good. And you no, no, it it's it. horrible. Yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Yes. Horrible. It, I mean, it can make you sick at times. Yes. And, it and, did that, and yeah. yes, you're probably mimicking the sick person, but it may be not. It may be just our own fears towards death, but it can be very nauseating and, and cause headaches. I don't know about you, but I've gotten massive headaches, like pressure.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: It's a large amount of energy goes into a person passing away. Yes, which is crazy because you think you're at the end of your energy. No, no, no.
0: A lot is there's going going a release on. in that. There's like yes. that that energy releases itself. For mm-hmm. me, I know the the first the first time, I think it was like May first or something like that. So the first time that I had felt that energy in several years. I knew immediately, and I was like, where is this coming from? Like, I just, I went into, like, overload. I was like, where is this coming from? Who is it coming from? What's going on? Like, why? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I just need to know what I'm about to get myself into. And I had had this feeling to check in with someone over and over and over again. And finally, I checked in with them. And I was like, everything seems fine. Everything seems okay. And then I got the feeling. I was like, wait, is it not someone I know? And then, like, I so I I sat there, like, trying to figure it out for about 20 minutes. And maybe, like, two minutes later, I found out that someone in their family had passed. And I was like, got it. Okay, cool. And then I thought the feeling would go – but I was nauseated. Like, I was sick. I was nauseated. I just felt horrible. And I think, also for, like, working myself up over it. But then, like, I went to work the next day and had that feeling as well. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I found out somebody at work, their pet, and another person at work, their pet, and then a
2: third person, their husband. I'm like – Yes. What is going on in me? It's like cloud. It can be a cloud-like experience. Yes. And it's horrible. It is really horrible. I mean, I've told you, I've, I've been trying to um, learn ways to deal with it. Um, but I kind of feel like it's always haunting me. <laughs> yeah. Which is a horrible way to say that. I mean, good example. The first time I think I can acknowledge this, and this is going to be a weird story, but I'm full of those. Um <laughs> I was walking up in my grandparents' yard, and the poem of, of Jesus walking in the sand
1: mm-hmm. with
2: the footprints mm-hmm. came to mind. And right as I was saying it, my dog died. Oh, my. And I, the dog had been sick, but um, he still had a while to go before he was reaching that stage. But apparently that was not true. And I was about nine years old, and I kind of felt like because I had said that poem... Oh, I had allowed that to come in, you know, mm-hmm. and I had to almost reteach myself as I got into a teenager. Like, look, you didn't do that. No, you did not. But that poem made you think of something because I was a child and I was just kind of relating to things that were around me. And mm-hmm. that's what I picked up on. Um, but you're right. It, it's, it's there. It can affect you. It can make you sick. But that was my first experience. And, and because it was I was so young, it scared me. Mm-hmm. It scared me so much because I thought I did it. I thought because I said that, I had caused that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, don't put that energy out there.
0: No, I think it was just trying to let you know yeah. but the universe sometimes doesn't understand boundaries and so no
2: they have no no boundaries whatsoever they don't, they don't care.
0: No, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's when you deal with the universe, it's very easy to figure out what is a human construct
2: of the mind because the universe doesn't abide by it, but you do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, wow, this is, that was cruel. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, oh, it's one of those things. It's the good and the bad that comes with it, the good and the evil. And, and, and I don't know if I'll ever be okay with it. Um, death is painful death yeah. death affects it's not just one emotion it's um, it's whoever it affects and it doesn't go away because love never goes away and if it's somebody you love, be it an animal or a loved one that's a scar that just never heals and um and you and you can deal with that to a point because they'd want you to you know you you, you have to you, you know you're like well they love me and they don't want me to hurt forever and all that But the feeling that comes from death in general, for me, is very scary. Um, My mother was just diagnosed with breast cancer. um, And it was crazy because for two months, for some odd reason, I kept thinking breast cancer. Every time I went to bed at night, like, you need to go to the doctor's. Like, you need to go get your breast checked out. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And that's a weird thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not, and it is. And I should have felt it coming because it was my mother, you know? My mom came to my house, and I looked at her, and I said, all right, what is it? She's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "You need to tell me something, don't you?" She's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Well," and she told me, and I looked right at her and said, "Oh, it makes sense now. It makes complete sense. I know why." You know, I was getting almost a phantom feeling yeah. because it was my mother. You know, there's that connection there. Yeah. Um, but you know, then that's and that's just kind of how death's been around me all my life. And and what I mean by what I feel like death follows me, you know, it, it's just and maybe it's from because like, I'm from a small family. You know, so when things impact the family, it's very small and it's very large and there's not a whole big support group. We are the support group. <laughs> yeah. But I just kind of feel like death has never gone away
1: mm-hmm. or not
2: gone away, but that ah, that feeling. Yeah. And I, it's just, it's odd to explain. I, I have a lot of hard, I have a hard time wording my, my, how I feel about death and how I try to deal with it. Because it's not just death, it's the grieving process that comes with it you know I've had my own losses
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and you'll never you never ever ever get used to that feeling when it's near no. and it come and it's not always the same either it's just it's very heavy it's very heavy it's very emotional it's it's intense, just intense
0: see i have a i have a relationship with death where i don't I don't have a fear of it because for a really long time I thought that was where I needed to be so it it's almost more like um I have an acceptance of it because because of those experiences and and Mm -hmm. those feelings and and you know what I was going through at the time but it doesn't stop that feeling from being so horrible and when you feel it and you're trying especially like when you're trying to figure out like where is this coming from and you're trying to figure out like why, like why is this here and and why is it happening to me? Um, it's it's rough and it's hard. Mm-hmm. But I think like I don't know, it's almost it's almost like I take something for that person. Like whenever I've had whenever I felt the the death feeling and, and then someone unfortunately passes. It's like I take something from them to make it easier for them somehow. Like, the person who lost her husband, she dealt with it oddly well. She dealt with it so well that, like, it terrified me. Like, it terrified me. Okay, and we're back. And you guys are probably thinking, like, what the hell type of ending was that? Well, let's talk about it. So, now you guys know that Everly from episode 28, which was Spiritual Questions, The whole episode, for the most part, was centered around her email and things that I've told her, things I've told other people, and things I thought that might help you guys. Um, And something that was actually really funny is, in that episode, I messed up the audio. I had to go back and fix it. Uh, If you happen to hear it within the first, like, four to five days, um, then you heard the messed up version and now it's fixed. But... In this one, she was actually up in the mountains, and she says it at some point in the um, interview that she's up in the mountains, and she went up there to recharge, so she was calling me from there, which is partially, like, why you might have heard some um, motorcycles in the background or things like that, uh, but there were tiny bits that I had to cut out because um, every so often, her connection would kind of, like, fade in and out or drop out, um, which, of course, she's in the mountains, so that's going to happen. So first off, I thank her for even getting in this interview with me and getting on the phone with me and sitting with me for, I think in total, really what we were on the phone for was like two hours. But at the very end, we were talking about death, like you heard, and then she disappeared. And I was like, oh, she wasn't on my interview platform anymore. So we waited for a little bit, still didn't get her back. And it turns out that right as we're talking about death and we're having this whole conversation, um, her phone died. Now, what she told me was she didn't understand how her phone died because she had 40% of her battery and she checked. So there's no way that her phone just up and died. Well, apparently the universe was like, I'm going to show you how you should feel about death now. Boom. And then her phone died. (laughs) So I had asked her if she wanted to come back on and finish it up. And we just decided to leave it the way that it was, partially so that I could turn around and explain this part to you guys. But I laughed so much in that interview. Like, I laughed so much. And it was such an enjoyable interview. And, you know, Laura is not a podcaster. And, um, you know, like I've said before, like, I want to talk to everybody. I think that everybody does deserve a chance to kind of be on the show and talk about their experiences and as we hear from more people we'll learn more things and we'll get a better collective understanding of what all of this really is. I mean we're never going to be able to completely understand it but we also won't be able to if we only approach it from one person's point of view versus everyone's point of view. So she just was amazing to have on the show. I, I love her. So I hope you guys like the episode. I really hope you do. Um, to get into our typical business, if you have a story, send it to thehauntedride at gmail.com or submit it on thehauntedride.com. Either one works. The social media platforms are Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at thehauntedride and Twitter at hauntedride. And I also have to update the website because I don't know if you guys know this, but there's an amazing podcast called October Pod. I believe I played their um, promo in episode thirty-two, maybe somewhere around there. Um, their horror podcast, but I got the chance to narrate one of their stories, which was terrifying. Reading it was terrifying. Narrating it was more terrifying. I stumbled over like this one particular section like three times because it scared the shit out of me, and it was someone's feet. That's what it was. It was the feet. It was how the feet were described. It was terrifying. And then I listened to it, and I was still terrified about the feet. Still, I don't have an issue with feet. I really don't. It's great that we have them so that we can walk. Um, but the way that they were described in this horror thing was horrible. And I still have a problem with the feet from that story. Anywho, um, I did that, and I'll be putting it on the website. But also, you know, if you are interested in horror podcasts, um, October Pod is amazing. Mr. October is great. Um, he does a great job in what he does. He's very good at sound effects. He works very hard on his podcast, so he's he's awesome. And oh oh, we have we have Patreon, which we're um, about to actually post another go sleep it, and after this episode's done, um, and we still do our weekly tarot card readings. I've moved them to Mondays. So it's really when I want them to be is Mondays, because basically it's like a what do you need to know this week, like for the week. Oh, um, and we also have a review. So, the review is from the lovely Nothing Happens in Canada, or Canadian Girl, um, and it's titled The Perfect Haunted Ride. Host Melissa is the friend you need for all things haunted and paranormal. She is unbiased and open to all experiences. She offers guidance and advice in the spiritual world in the most calming way. Do jump on this Haunted Ride and subscribe today. You won't want to miss an episode. Thank you so much. She's so sweet. She's a really, really sweet person. And I also recommend her podcast, Nothing Happens in Canada. So I think the last thing that we have is what I learned this week. And what I learned, um, this this one's a little tough. So you got to give me a second to get through it. So when I do the tarot card readings for a Patreon, those are typically also the days I do tarot card readings for myself. I did my tarot card reading and I was rushing because I was trying to get everything to upload to Patreon on the Monday, but Patreon went down. I don't know, lately, like the site's been going down a lot. Um, and so I kept trying to publish the post and I couldn't do it. So I, I had to leave for work and I was like, I don't have time for this. And so that also meant that I actually didn't really read what my cards said to me. I actually just took a quick picture of them, so I had them, and dashed out the door. So then around, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, I was like, wait a second, I never read my cards. Meaning I never looked up what each card meant. I forgot about it, and then I did it again on Thursday. Now, let me discuss what happened. Um, Actually... I think like maybe right before I thought of the cards again and it was, you know, everybody has different finances and they all have different struggles and money is a stress. It's, it is a financial stress and um, I've gone through some particular experiences in my childhood which has made money, not to say important to me, but stability when it comes to money extremely important to me. And whenever I feel like I'm sort of wavering on that a little bit, I do get stressed out. And it's typically more important for me to make sure that all my bills are paid and everything's taken care of. And then, oh, well, like, can I go get food, which isn't healthy. And I had to, I had to realize that like, you know, we, we, we talk about this a lot, like that the universe gives you things to learn. And it's not as a punishment, it just keeps bringing them around for you when you haven't learned them. And I was, there were two things I was really struggling with this this week. And one was I kept getting really annoyed. Like I just had like an underlying annoyance that I normally wouldn't have, like my patience wasn't as high as normal. And I mean, I had a really stressful and busy week this week, so I could understand it. But I was having a difficult time letting things go. And I didn't like that. And then the Thursday, when I'm doing all my bill planning and financial planning, I felt myself getting annoyed. And I mean, really annoyed. I felt myself getting frustrated and, and kind of wanting to do that whole, like, why the hell does this keep happening? Like, I thought, like, this was okay. And am I just being irresponsible? Or am I just, like, spending all this money? And I'm like, I, I literally, like, in the in, before I even finished the sentence, I was like, Melissa, like, no, like, you're in budget. Like you've had extra expenses this month Um, and had a a lot of things happen this month that I was not prepared to happen financially. And I sat down and I said, okay, I said, we're going to make a plan. And I looked at exactly what did I have for, you know, every cycle of my paycheck and what could get paid and so on and so forth. And for the first time ever, I said to myself, I said, I'm not going to pay this bill right now. I said, you know, at worst, there's gonna be a late fee, which, that that is horrible to me. That's horrible. Like to me, that's the worst. Like no, that's how important. That's how much stress I put on myself to make sure that all these things are paid. And I said no. I said because I need to fucking eat food, and I'm sorry, I don't need to worry about if I can go to the grocery store today, or if I can go to like you know just my neighborhood Walgreens across the street. These bills are not worth that stress at all. I am supposed to be putting myself first. I'm supposed to be figuring out how I'm feeling and taking care of myself. And I cannot and will not continue to allow finances and my stress that I produce over finances and feeling like, oh, I'm not financially stable. All because I'm paying a bill a little late. That's ridiculous. And it's ridiculous in the sense of like, not that it's not understandable. It is understandable. It's ridiculous in the fact that like, I know better. And that doesn't mean that I can't lapse in that knowledge in my judgment. But I've been doing this for so long to myself. And I've known for so long it's not healthy. But I never stop to be like, okay, let's change it so that it is healthy for you and so yeah I mean even after that like I was still I was frustrated about about my solution to the problem I got a really bad headache over it um you know just because I said all those fancy words and I did believe them and I wanted to accept them didn't remove the fact that I'd had a hard week and I was just not happy about you know what the situation was, and that's okay, but I felt myself like getting confrontational almost with myself about it and like kind of worrying with myself about it and so i I just stopped and I just remember I said something it was something tiny to my husband. we just had a whole heart to heart about it, and I just felt this whole weight come off my shoulders, and I realized that like. That was why I was so annoyed. And that was why it was so easy for me to get frustrated. And afterwards, maybe like an hour later, I looked at my tarot cards. And my fairy deck basically said a whole bunch of things. And I realized that the fairy deck, what what it was saying to me, was internally, which this took, this was hard for me to get. Because I did a three card spread, the last card was saying, I was going to have a discord, I was going to have a confrontation." And again, I pulled these cards on Monday before any of these things happened. I even when I looked at the comfort, when I found out about the confrontation thing, I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense." And then I realized what had just happened. I was about to have a confrontation with myself. All of these cards, what they were saying to me, was that internally this was what I was internalizing this week. And I needed to understand that's what I was internalizing. Now in contrast, my new tarot card deck, the Line Strider tarot card deck, that deck, I mean that deck throws cards at me. So I will be shuffling and I'll just get cards like thrown. And I'm like, all right, cool, like I got it. Like, okay, you're you're super, we're in tune. But that one, all the cards were clearly talking about a person and their behaviors and where they are in life. And it was talking about this person who is stable financially and who is like all these things. And I realized the difference between my Fairy Card deck and the Lion Trader deck it was the Fairy Card deck was talking about internally, this is how I was going to be feeling and I needed to watch out for these things. But the line strider deck was talking about me as myself and where i'm trying to like what i'm trying to get to what i'm trying to approach and where i'm trying to move forward towards and that all these things i'm i'm working to get to i'm actually there i'm just working to stay there and i was like holy shit <laughs> It was just, that's all I could say was like, holy shit, like I couldn't say anything else. I was so amazed by the whole thing. I, um, I didn't really know what else to say. But yeah, um, so I, I learned a lot this week. I learned that I need to put myself first and then just, um, everybody can have a bad day, you know? And I, I wasn't having like a bad week as in like a horrible, horrible week. It was just a stressful week. Um, with a lot of running around and a lot of late nights, which I don't do well with. Um, and a lot of me not necessarily taking care of myself because of the late nights and just a lot of stuff, like a lot of things, a lot of normal human behavioral things, but you still have to come back to like, how are you feeling at the end of the day? So that's all I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, again, I hope you liked the episode and um just thank you for always being here and for listening so i will talk to you guys later have a good day have a good night take care of yourself love yourselves and love others and as we always say don't let the ghost catch you. bye